guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about INFJ success habits. In particular, I want to share with you my morning habits because those are the things I've been doing probably for years, but I perfected them. I have learned what works best for me. Those are also the things I talk about with my clients or when we're in the boot camp, and they make a huge difference when it comes to you reaching your potential as an INFJ. Before we get started, I want to remind you we have opened up pre-admission for the boot camp so if you sign up below you get access to the early bird prize it's only open for one week so use the time now so I've been getting a lot of questions comments and just requests to talk about my morning habits because I haven't done this in a long time the last time I think I talked about my morning habits was probably two years ago and they have changed a little bit but I still believe that they're the best foundation of me achieving success in life and it is really funny because when I have days where things are not going really well, where I'm out of energy, and this happens over and over again. I don't believe that this is something that will ever go away, but the periods are always shorter. It's always a time where I allow myself to gather back energy, and then I start back up and I have all the energy to go for my dreams. So these are all my morning habits in no particular order. I really switch them up, but on a regular basis, I do all of them every single day. So the first one I do is I make my bed. And I know so many of you say, okay, why do I need to make my bed? Nobody sees my bed. I used to be like this. I thought this is something that really doesn't matter. But it's not about being one of those people who has everything orderly, being one of those people who just say, oh, I have everything neat and tidy and then my life is going to be great. It's about teaching your mind, manipulating your mind to get excited about productivity. Because when I see somebody who has achieved great things and there's something I like about this energy, there's something I want there then it's not because I think okay so I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna hate every second of it because I hate being productive and then I'm gonna achieve all of those dreams then I'm gonna achieve everything that that person has achieved what I get excited about when I see somebody is that they not only look like they're having fun but they're actually doing it they wouldn't be able to do all the things they do if they didn't experience joy while being productive and we have to teach our mind and I believe that I as an INFJ don't have the capacity for that. It's this common thread that we see everywhere that INFJs are low-key, we're not meant to be workhorses, and we're not. Everything I do, I do in a chilled hustle. Nothing I do gets me to a point where I'm overwhelmed, where I'm overworked, ever. And if I've gotten to a point where I actually overextend myself a little bit, I calm down. But consistency is key, and consistency in being active, as in I'm being productive towards my goals, makes me really excited about them in the first place. So I have to first off be productive before I get excited about it. And that's when we get back to making your bed. If you do that in the morning, it's a trigger you set into your mind that says, I'm somebody who is being productive. You keep on doing this on a regular basis and this doesn't feel like a task to you. It feels like something you do without even thinking. And if for some reasons I wasn't able to do my bed one day, which happens very, very rarely, I always feel like it's harder the next day. Or if I wait making my bed for let's say one or two hours after I wake up and then I do my bed, then the next day it's also going to be harder. But if I make my bed first thing in the morning, right after I get up or right after I have my breakfast or right after do my other morning routines, it becomes something that seems so easy. It's part of the flow. And when you're in the flow and productivity feels like a flow, guess what? It's that much easier to apply for a new job. It's that much easier to write those pages for your book. It's that much 
easier to go out of your way and achieve the next thing you want that is in your vision and on your dream board. The next thing I do is morning meditation. And this too is something that only works if you're being consistent at it. As I said, last week was rather hard for me. I had a lot of personal things come my way. I'm moving, you know, I'm going back to Germany, back to my apartment. And so there's a lot of stuff happening. So I didn't really stick to my routine all the way how I'm used to it. And I remember I probably missed two or three days last week. And then today when I meditated, I caught myself not being able to listen to what was going on. Because I personally, I love guided meditation. And I love guided meditation that goes towards visualization. So how do you imagine your perfect day? How's the day going to be? How is the day in the future going to be of the version of you that you want to be? And if I'm in the flow, if I've been doing this for a longer period of time, then I'm able to follow this meditation from beginning to end. And I really visualize myself within that new state. I embody it. I become it. And once you become this, you anchor it in. With meditation, with all the other habits, it's just about consistency. You don't have to do so much. It's about doing it over and over again. So you don't get into a state of forgetting it. And then you say, oh, okay, so if I don't do it daily, then I forget all of it. Yeah, you sort of do. You consistently have to work on it. Similarly with bathing, like Zig Ziglar said, motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why I recommend it daily. You have to do it daily and it doesn't have to be much. Same thing with working out. Like working out, I'm not really including into my morning habits, particularly now with the lockdown, it has been difficult anyways, but these are not the things I do right after I get up. So, but this is like different for all of us. So right now I'm just talking about things that I mainly do before I really go out of the house or before I start my day. And the guided meditation that I use lasts about 10 minutes. There's so many great motivations you find on YouTube or meditations. I like great meditations, I think it's called. It's a YouTube channel and it's all for free. So these are the ones I use and they have great 10 minute meditations that you can start with. But remember, don't expect too much of yourself. I, that I'm so used to this, if I don't do it for a couple of days, if I then restart doing it, then my mind will wander off again. And I will think about all the things, okay, what did I need to pack? What's going on here? What I need to do there? Because I'm so not used to being in the process. It takes a while. So if you're a beginner, then don't expect yourself to stay on point. And maybe it's probably best that you don't start with a meditation that isn't guided because guided always makes it easier. So it's about getting back on track when you get lost. So if you catch yourself that your thoughts have wandered off, like let's say five minutes after starting it, just go back. Don't be mad at yourself. Don't judge yourself. Just say, okay, let me focus again. And then you'll see through practice, you'll be able to focus on what's really going on. And that way you teach your mind to focus on what you really want. Because in that guided meditation, it's not that they say, oh, you want a lot of money or you want to live in a beach house. No, guided meditations are set up in a way that you decide what you want and then you anchor this in. There are so many things happening in our surrounding every single day. There's so many energies happening around us. And if we don't take control of what we focus on, we will evidently fall back into default mode. We will fall back into reactive mode and we will not do the steps that'll make our life move forward. That'll make our life be epic the way we want it to be. The next thing I do is I write a goal list and I write a goal list, not just for what I'm going to do that day, but what my big goal is, let's say in a year. And I personally, I always work with the five pillars, as you know, so you can download the free poster if you haven't. And those are all the things we also talked in the workshop we did a couple of days ago. And this is also the basis of the bootcamp. So I think about, okay, where do I want to be with my physical 
practical energy management in a year? Where do I want to be with my relationships? Where do I want to be in my wealth management, in my vocation and in my priority management? So I actually figure out this reality that I want to live in and I make this picture and then I write this picture down. So I'm living at this kind of apartment. I'm having this kind of income each month. I have great relationships with my friends, which I meet all the time, but not in a way where it bothers me, but in a way where it excites me. I see my family once a week. I'm in a great partnership and I live out my vocation, whatever it is for you. For me, it is this channel. So I know I'm growing this channel and I write this down every single day. There is no such thing as overdoing it. Some people do it twice a day. You're just anchoring it in. Remember doing all of those habits I'm talking about. If you're in a routine with them, I'm done with them in like 20 minutes, maybe 30. If I allow myself to chill and not take it so seriously, this is not something that has to take up your entire day. But these 30 minutes will make sure that your entire day is going in a way how you want it to be and not how your default state would want it to be, which is reactive, getting angry, doing tasks that don't push you forward and so on. I also then write down what my goals are for the day, because most of the time, if I'm not doing this, I also feel like I don't have anything to do or the things that I have to do aren't really going to push me forward. You have to get into a habit of writing down and then doing, let's say two or three important things that will move you forward. They can be small steps like looking at announcements for new job offers, or they can be figuring out what is the next topic for a video of mine. But every single time you do that, you teach your mind to get excited and to find tasks that will move you forward. It's not necessary that you always have to do something, but there's so many things that work on autopilot and we have to take on more. That doesn't mean that I'm working more. I'm actually much more relaxed than I used to be before. And I'm much more productive, but I do that because I become aware of what's going to push me forward. And I can only do that by practicing. So if you sit down today and you say, I don't know what three things to do, they'll move me forward. That's okay. Just sit down and try to write down one. And if you can't don't write anything, but try it every single day and you'll see the more often you do it, the more ideas will come up. And then those tasks might be able to be done within 10 minutes and they make such a huge difference. And then in a week, a month, a year from now, you will be somewhere completely different than you would be if you would have never set those daily goals. And the last thing that I do is I write a gratitude list. I honestly do this every single day. This is probably one of the things I skip the least. Like even when things are going really crazy and I just don't have the energy to be consistent enough. This is one of those things I always like to do because they always make me feel good and they always get me back into a state of abundance, into a state of happiness, and they change your approach. For the ones of you who don't know why gratitude journals are so important, imagine it like this. Imagine you're in this big black hole or you have this cloud over your head and everything you do seems dark and depressing. But if you think about it, it's probably 95% of your day that you dislike. And then there are those 5% that you do like. Maybe it's that morning coffee. Maybe it's that TV show that you look forward to when you get home. Maybe it's a small talk with a friend that makes you laugh. Whatever it is, that little thing, that emotion that you feel in that instant, that is the emotion we want to feel all day long. And the only way to do that is to focus on those 5% that you already have and to expand them. So a lot of people tell me, so what, I'm supposed to be grateful with the life I have? I should be just happy and say that's it? And I'm always like, no, don't feel like that's it. It's never going to be better. But if you're not able to see the positive things
things that are going on right now, you'll never be able to enlarge them. You'll never be able to expand them. So unless you're willing and able to look at the things that you are grateful for and to create that emotion within you, it's going to be extremely hard to create more abundance, more joy, more happiness. And with that excitement for life, joy for the next thing and wanting to go for a productive and successful life on your terms. This too is a practice. So I'm sure if you've never done this, you're going to say, okay, what am I going to write down? Okay. So I'm healthy. Great. I have a roof over my head. Great. In the beginning, when you start writing down those things, it's not going to feel like this. It's going to feel like a task, but then you're going to learn how to really tap into this. So that's why it's more important to say, oh, I'm so excited about going home and watching this TV show because that really evokes a positive emotion in you than to say, oh, I'm so happy that my family is healthy. Of course, it's much more important that your family is healthy. But if you don't appreciate it, then thinking about it is not really helping you to tap into that positive emotion. When, for example, thinking about that unnecessary TV show that's just for entertainment, tapping into that emotion will help you to feel the joy again. And the more you think about these things, the more you also anchor this within yourself and you allow yourself to create your entire day with that attitude. The more often you do it, the easier it is. And before you know it, you have created a mindset that helps you to move forward and create all of those things you want. Because we all know it, it's not about skills. It's not about a strategy. It's all about mindset. And with little consistent steps, you can create that amazing mindset that will help you to create an epic life on your terms. Remember guys, to sign up for the bootcamp. Pre-admission has started. So you have access to the early bird prize for an entire week before we officially start. And you find all the information below. And if you want to watch another video now that is aligned with today's topic, then watch the video on INFJ procrastination, how we can overcome it. I wish you like always guys, a wonderful day, a great week. And I talk to you next time. Bye.